Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Right now, very disturbing uh, news. Actually, this is a couple of different stories I want to join together here. Uh, one, of course, is Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale, who was speaking out in Saskatchewan the other day, uh, and talking about the the rise in the number of uh, alt-right groups, uh, white supremacist groups, neo-Nazi groups here in uh, Canada. And uh, we saw evidence of that yesterday as uh, one of our staffers, Luke Vermeer, who uh, produces the uh, the afternoon show, Scott Thompson here, uh, was on his way home after the program. And uh, through Dundas, and I get, I'm told out through Ancaster, uh, a number of posters have been splattered around on bus shelters and on uh, poles, uh, glued on, as it turns out, and it's uh, a group called ID Canada, uh, which uh, I don't want to get too deeply into the, the rant that goes on on their webpage, but it says ID Canada was created as a response to Canada's decaying identity, increased third world immigration, and the prevalence of anti-European sentiments in the country. And it goes on with more uh, stuff variations on that theme, which uh, certainly seems to qualify as a, a pretty good descriptor of one of the groups that uh, Mr. Goodell was talking about. Why are these on the rise, and are they trying to gain a foothold in communities like this? I want to bring Bernie Farber into the conversation. Bernie, of course, is the chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Bernie, thank you so much for the time. Great to have you with us today. Always good to be with you, Bill. But, but why is this happening? I mean, you know, I, I think Mr. Goodell's bang on. I mean, we've seen this, uh, uh, certainly anecdotally through the media. We've heard about this in the States. Uh, but we're kidding ourselves if we don't think it's happening here. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I had a, uh, the opportunity to speak with uh, Minister Goodell um, about a month and a half ago. He was here in, in Toronto addressing a group of ethnic groups, and he and I spent a few minutes together, and we were exactly discussing this issue, that in fact the, the, the hard right is not just on the rise, but you and I have known each other, Bill, a long time, and you know that I've been involved with dealing with the hard right since the early 1980s, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that I have not seen such a uh, significant rise uh, coming from areas where we've not seen it before, in university campuses, on high school campuses, etc. Um, and it, it, it's happening clearly. Uh, groups like uh, ID Canada, by the way, formerly known as Generation uh, ID, and we discovered uh, that the founder of Generation ID was one Tyler Hover, and he he used to post on neo-Nazi groups like Stormfront. So what they've done is they've renamed their group, um, trying to rebrand themselves. But let's let's be clear: this is an alt-right group. They supported Faith Goldie in the Toronto municipal elections, and of course, Ms. Goldie is better known for her. Uh, her support and her, um, not more than dalliance, is her dancing with white supremacist neo-Nazi organizations here in Toronto. So let let nobody be fooled. This is a white nationalist group. Uh, they are alt-right, and their rhetoric alone should be enough to, to warn everybody. Neo-Nazi groups, Bernie, have been around for a long time. You and I, you're right. We've been talking about this for years. Uh, why all of a sudden the proliferation? Is, is, it, is it because there are now social media platforms for, for them to gain a foothold and actually spread their message? Uh, I think that's certainly one of the key, uh, uh, key issues, and that is something that I, I did bring up with, uh, with the minister. And he and I both agreed that we have to find a way to work with Internet service providers um, because they're the ones that give the platform for these people. Anybody can be a newspaper publisher now. All you have to do is literally have a laptop uh, you can create a profile, and boom, you can publish whatever you want at the at the touch of a finger, really, and potentially get it out there for to 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 thousands of people. And let us say that only fifty people heed that message, and out of that fifty, 
Only 10 people are hardcore, violent extremists. Well, we, we have seen what that means. It means Quebec City, where a hardcore, violent, right-wing extremist walked into a mosque and murdered six people. We saw it actually in Pittsburgh, where a hardcore, uh, right-wing uh, uh, extremist walked into a synagogue and murdered 11 people. And we saw it here in downtown Toronto, when a man, a misogynist, coming from the hard right-wing, got into a van and mowed down... 12 people, killing many of them, wounding many. Uh, We're in a a very difficult time where uh, people are being motivated online and very little controls are there to ensure that we we can have a safety net of some kind. You always think when situations are in like this, and this is not the first time in history, Bernie, where uh, people that are are downtrodden feel as, okay, we have to lash out. Somebody has to be to blame, and it's certainly not us, so it's got to be somebody else. Uh, But, but, you know, we're not in a recession. I mean, you know, there's employment, there seems to be opportunity, there there's education, but yet there are people that yep. seem ready, willing, and able to, to, to absorb this message. Bill, it's all part of the fear-mongering that has taken place, and I believe it has really been stoked by the election of Donald Trump as President of the United States. Um, remember, he is the man who, after Charlottesville, which was a key turning point in the whole uh, uh, development of the alt-right neo-Nazi movement, this was, the, uh, this was the march by neo-Nazis in downtown Charlottesville in August of uh, 2017, where white supremacists marched down the main street, passing synagogues, yelling, burn it down, and then marching on saying, Jews will not replace us. And the president of the United States went on to television internationally and exclaimed that, you know, both sides are to, are to be blamed, whatever that means. And then, of course, he went on to say that there are such, a, there are such things as, as good Nazis or good people on both sides. This gave a breath of fresh air to these uh, basement dwellers, to these, to these neo-Nazis and these racists and these misogynists and Islamophobes. They literally stepped out of their garbage cans. They dusted themselves off and they said, now we can really get down to business because we have the President of the United States backing us. And it, it took off after that, and it continues to take off. And people are now, you know, like grabbing onto it. And you're right, we're not in an, in an economic recession, but we're in a place where fear is ruling. Uh, fear against immigrants, fear against Muslims, fear against the other. And it's, it, it, it's, it's an amazing, weird, upside-down, Alice in Wonderland kind of a world where for the first time in Canadian history, and by the way, this is true for the Hamilton area as well, where neo-Nazis ran for municipal office, they gained upwards to 50,000 votes. That means 50,000 people in the Toronto-Hamilton area found it okay to vote for a Nazi to hold public office. That should be enough to sober many of us. Yeah, we had one ran for mayor in the last municipal election here in the Hamilton area. We had one here, and we had one in in, um, Mississauga run for mayor, and collectively they garnered over 50,000 votes. Why do so many people turn their backs on this? And and, uh, maybe as an example, Bernie, I want to talk about uh, Steve King, who's the uh, congressional member, of course, uh, who's, who's a racist, he's a white supremacist, and admittedly so. Uh, and, but he's been in office for quite some time. Yeah, he's, he's ranted like this. Just this past week, finally, uh, some of his fellow congressmen finally decided to, to censure him because of some of the comments. But this has been going on for years. And, and of course, the ultimate uh, you know, double standard here is while they're doing that to him, uh, their boss, the president of the United States, who's been ranting like this for the last two years, gets a free pass. 
It's it's absolutely stunning to me. I just came back from the United States. I spent the last three or four weeks uh, in the southern United States and Florida, which the weather was nice, but the atmosphere was absolutely stinging. Um, I mean, I've I've not seen it like this uh, ever, where there are such polarized sides. You have... You know, a minority, I will say, but nonetheless, a minority around the pool, for lack of a better term, very strong supporters of Trump, as if he can do no wrong. And then you have the Democrats on the other side yelling and screaming. And, you know, before they used to talk about, I don't know, early bird dinners and their health woes. Now they're speaking in, in, in almost violent rhetoric about politics in the United States. And I know that the Americans hold their politics close to their heart, but this is something I've not seen before, and it's spilling into Canada. You know, they say that if the United States sneezes, Canada catches a cold. Never more true than it is today, and we've, we've seen this populist movement growing uh, here in Canada, here in Ontario. We've seen it with the election of Doug Ford. Uh, and we're seeing it nationally with the running of, of Maxime Bernier, who has also glommed onto these ideas. And you're quite right, Bill. Steve King has been a racist since the day he stepped into Congress. Not just a racist, a supporter of white supremacy. And everybody knew it. And finally, the public spoke out. And it, it, it does speak, I believe, to the power of the people. That if enough people speak out and if enough people, as my father used to say, open a mouth... Things can change, but until we keep on doing that consistently, you're going to see more and more of this. There's an interesting uh, dichotomy that goes on, and you touched on this about how, well, Trump, obviously, as an example, but some others in the political realm that have uh, have gravitated uh, to higher office because of this. <clears throat> and is it, Bernie, because they're, they're actually giving a mixed message? Those may indeed be some of their ideals, but they're mixing that up with a hybrid message about, well, you know, we're going to cut costs, we're going to make this a better life, you know, we're going to get back to values, etc., like this. So so even those that may be moderately interested in this sort of thing, they, they, they're just they're hooked on to this sort well, of thing. Well, I think what they've learned, sadly, is that there is a uh, an appetite for some of this. I mean, Donald Trump in the United States has a base. Let us say it's 30%. He will always have that 30% base. I believe in Canada. I believe in Ontario. There is that same base. It may not be 30%, but there is a base from which you can grow. So if you're able to maintain the base of racists at, let's say, 30%, 25%, and then grow your message using a more uh, small-C, big-C conservative values, then the hope is, of course, you have your base and you can add on to that. And that's exactly what happened with the Trump win. People were sick and tired of the old kind of politics, as they called it. They wanted something new. There was nothing else to offer. And Trump uh, appeared to a certain extent to, to reach out. He had his base, and then he had the other conservatives. Let's give this guy a try. We can't have this happen here. We have to be uh, cognizant. We have to be uh, you know, observant. Ralph Goodell is finally getting the message. This is not new. This has been on, this has been ongoing for years and years. There's always been peaks and valleys in the development of racist ideology. We had it back in the '80s with the Heritage Front, that actually, you know, uh, attracted hundreds and hundreds of young people. Uh, finally, the ISIS got involved and, and destroyed the Heritage Front. And then we sort of rested on our laurels. We were more worried about ISIS and Al Qaeda. They are something to worry about. But really, if you take a look at the last two years, where has the real threat come from? It's come from the hard right. That's where Canadians have been murdered as a result of threats from the hard right. 
Well, and, and obviously fudging statistics is a, is a key part of, of getting their message out there, and, and, and people seem ready, willing, and able to buy into that as well. I mean, statistically, uh, you know, anybody who's, uh, and, and again, it's, it's conflating. You know, you've talked about people of the Muslim faith. Uh, there's there's a feeling among many of these groups that well if you're Muslim then you're 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 automatically you're a radical. Oh yeah, and, and, and you're an enemy. And by the way, the same you know the people in my community, in the Jewish community, are, are not to rest on their laurels either. Uh, Anti-Semitic hate crime has risen to to degrees we've we've not seen in in literally in, in decades. Uh, you know they hate the other. The other is to blame for everything. And now, uh, interesting, I went to a synagogue service in, in, in Florida just a couple of weeks ago. I had to go through a metal detector and be body searched before I was able to, you know, to get into the sanctuary. That's an incredible statement, if you think about it, that in order to go and practice your faith, you had to walk through a metal detector and then be, uh, you know, searched, body searched. That is an incredible thing to, to have to comprehend in the 21st century. We, we've got this naivety, too, That's and you just talked about the social media platforms that are being used here. Uh, there are still so many people, and I run into them on a daily basis, uh, Bernie, that say, look, at, if I read it in the Internet, it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the Internet is, I, I think, I mean, look, it, it's like anything else. It's got its good and it's got its bad. And when it's good, it's very good, but when it's bad, it can be very bad. And you're right, you see something on screen, and it, it appears like it's written in a newspaper format, <clears throat> and people just believe it to be true. I mean, even on the Steve King issue, I saw a piece today in the Huffington Post in which NBC News said, let's not call Steve King a racist, let us just say he expounds some racist views. Now, that was updated about 24 hours later where they said, no, no, it's okay to call him a racist. People have to start talking facts, and I know this is difficult. When the President of the United States spends much of his time lying, you know, facts become not just fudgeable, but uh, unfactual. And so it's, it's urgent. You know, we have people from the Toronto Star like Daniel Dale who fact-checks everything Donald Trump says. We need more people doing that, not just in the United States, but here in Canada. We have to get back to the truth and not just rely on the Internet to give us our information. How do we stop this tide? Well, you know, if I know, if I I know it's not a full, simple answer. I know. If I had the full answer, I'd write a book and become a millionaire. But there you go. The, the truth of the matter is that education is our best antidote. Schools, from public schools through high schools to universities, teachers have to learn how to deal with these issues. Um, right now, uh, our group is actually working with a number of school boards, York Region, Toronto District School Board, and others. To, uh, and we have developed workshops in order for teachers to begin to identify how extremism develops and how they can identify students who are just on the line, who might be ready to go over that line so that they can help them back across onto the, best, uh, onto the better side. And teachers have to do this across the board. They have to be able to identify where these things begin and, and nip it in the bud. Without that, I think we're going down a very bleak and dark trail. Well, and there's misrepresentation that goes on, too. I mean, even Trump the other day talking about uh, people coming across the border and their murders and rapists, and that's been a theme that he's been uh, spouting for the last couple of and, years, I guess. And people continue to believe it. And, you know, the whole concept of the wall is if that's going to be some miraculous savior. You know, the, 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 fact, the fact of the matter is, and we know this, that immigrants and refugees that come to this country and the United States are of the most law-abiding people. The, the, the stats are there to prove it, and yet we want to believe what, what fear is. We'd rather not believe 
the goodness. We'd rather believe the fear. And I don't know what it is in, in the human psyche that makes us be that way. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've always hoped that we, that we are better than that. And I think, I hope that most Canadians are better than that. The very fact that we took in um, this, uh, this Saudi Arabian, this young woman, literally saved her life. Now, despite how people are reading into it and what that means, we saved a woman's life as a result of our ability to embrace and understand the need to take in people who are different from us. That's a great sign about Canada that I want to hold on to. Bernie, thanks as always. Always a pleasure. The more we talk about this, the more we get the message across. Thanks, Bill. I really appreciate it. Call me anytime. You betcha. We'll take care. Bye-bye. Bernie Farber, of course, from the uh, uh, organization called the uh, Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Uh, and uh, a message that needs to be ho- told and uh, spread as quickly as we can. Uh, it's getting kind of dangerous here with some of the stuff that we're seeing and hearing on this side of the border as well. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.